Hello and welcome to Look What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and making your best friend read the books that you want to read. Uh, I am Kat, uh, as always, and um, <laughs> with my... <laughs> and it goes downhill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was so proud to at the beginning. Okay, sorry. I will finish uh, with my here with my BFF now. Hi. <laughs> okay, as okay. always. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was so proud <laughs> at the beginning. I'm like, I You're am doing so it. well. Yeah, and I think as soon as I, that. as soon as I had the thought, I am nailing this. Uh, it went downhill yeah. immediately. It's usually the case. <laughs> anyway, this week, <laughs> uh, it's my book pick. Hence the beautiful intro. Um, and we have read Bear Town by Frederick Backman. So we shall be discussing that fun stuff um, in a little bit. But first, uh, we've got some other exciting topics to get to. Uh, (laughs) Do we? First off, yeah, we do. I I need to know, how was your weekend? Ooh. I mean, last two weeks. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of whack. I've had the week off, so I'm confused what day it is. (laughs) You've had the whole week off work? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was in Toronto for the last few days. Oh yeah, of course. How was that? Um, Toronto itself, terrible. I hate that city. But <laughs> um, I went to see Five Seconds of Summer. Fun, cute. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact for uh, the it's it's basically podcast lore because it has to do with us. Uh-huh. Um, the first time we met, we went to go see Five Sauce. In we did. 2015. And it was oh, so God. fun. Okay, give, give me one second. I have a little dog who got stuck in my chair. <laughs> stuck in Let your chair. Is he? Yeah. How did she get stuck? Uh, well, she was coming between me and the table and got stuck. Kitty. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so, did you go on your own? As I was trying to say. Uh, no, I went with my friend, Nor. Okay. Uh, who's, who's like, kind of... Uh, give me a second. Fucking dogs. <laughs> as I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, so, yes, in 2015, <laughs> we went to see Five Sauce, and that was, uh, the first time we met. Not it at was. the concert. But, not at know, the concert. Our first, but... Yeah. First time I saw it. And so I always have such fond memories. Uh, but yeah, I went with Noor, uh, my my other BFF. <laughs> and uh, she's kind of like the opposite of you in a way in terms of Five Sauce because she only got into Five Sauce around the Young Blood album, which right. I feel like is kind of like where you started falling off of the Five yeah. Sauce. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like if I want to discuss the first two albums, I'll go to you. If I want to discuss yeah. the third or fourth album, I go to her. So I'm pretty much cover. Still love them. They're still adorbs. They still do great music. Yeah. But I feel like just in general with music these days, I'm just like got yeah. so much worse than yeah. I ever used to be. Yeah, so, like, Five Sauce, I know you're listening, but don't take it personally that Val hasn't been, like, keeping up to date. I still love just, you. She hasn't really kept up to date for, with a lot of things, you no, know? And true. And I know you guys are listening, so I'm just going to say, I personally <laughs> think that you guys just keep getting better with each album. Hmm. Um, 
like I'm, I'm super excited for the newest album coming out in September. Uh, so far, all the songs that they've that they've put out for this new album, I've loved, and so I'm very, very excited. Yeah, I need to listen to some of them. <laughs> also, this is for you because you and me Ooh. are the disconnected girlies. They oh. played it at the concert. No. So happy. Oh my gosh. They still play Disconnected, which makes me so happy. <sighs> just, I it's, mean, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything. It is just like God tier song of, it, of the S. I, like, 100%, 100% God tier. Like, it's how good so it good. I'm obsessed. Every time I hear it, it like makes me so happy. It's like pure yeah. serotonin to my brain. Yeah. Those um, first few notes on that guitar when it comes in and you're uh, just like, ex- yeah. Ugh, it just uh, makes me happy. And then you get like Luke on the verses and Callum on the chorus. Oh, it's just everything. everything. I bet they sound like so different now as well, like more mature. So it just sounds like yeah, and mwah. and and they've got like so good live. Like they sound mm. great live. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think what of the other older songs they played. They also played "Waste the Night," which was amazing. Oh, I love that. Love that song. I know they played such good such songs a good from song. like, their old. <laughs> I know, that was like, I love it because it's like not singles, but they know what are their good songs, you know? Yeah. I, I literally like completely forgot that song existed until you just said it, and now I need to like add it to all my playlists. Yeah, honestly, you have to like re- re-listen to Sounds Good, Feels Good. Like, it has some, some um, you know, not great moments, but there are some, some amazing <laughs> songs on yeah. that album. <laughs> uh, you just have to like edit the album to make it work for you. <laughs> I mean, that's what in my opinion playlists are for, right? You just create your own. Album. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have my I have my like top tier five sauce songs. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I've cut out all the like duds. <laughs> the duds. The duds. Um, but they're coming. Me, I, actually, yeah. Sorry, sorry continue. I was just gonna say I was just watching a video where the five sauce guys were ranking their songs in like tiers, mm. and we have. Me and Five Sauce, we disagree on a lot of things. The <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got kind of annoyed because at first they put Disconnected in the like top tier, and then they decided to put it to second to Psychos, like the second. And I was like, you had it in the right place, and they had it in the top tier for the longest yeah. time. And then they're like, should we put Disconnected down? And I was like, no, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Crazy. What what, so what did they put upset. in the lowest tier? Um, well, they they had quite a few songs in lowest. Well, they had they had they created their own lowest tier that was like uh, we made mistakes, and they didn't actually end up putting. Well, I haven't watched the full video, but they hadn't put anything in there, which I was surprised by. But in the like, I guess second to last tier, they had Heartbreak Girl, which I am obsessed. With. Mm, I love. I love that Girl. song. Yeah, it's. So good. It's again like serotonin to my ears. Like, like yeah, the <laughs> lyrics are super immature and stuff like that. But like, it's so catchy and and yeah. I love singing along to it. I I will always love it. Uh, but they hate it. <laughs> um, uh, they actually uh, got their estimation of Don't Stop has gone up. Like they used to always. Trash oh really? Because they notoriously they, like hate. They notoriously that song. hate it. But they, but they were saying they've kind of come around to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they put it like in the middle tier. Uh, okay. Surprising. Or they ended up creating their own tier for Don't Stop. Okay. That was right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's its own thing. <laughs> um, 
yeah, they put Hey Everybody pretty low, which I kind of agree with. Yeah, so I get that. Wasn't upset about that. Uh, they put Money really low, which honestly I forgot until recently that Money oh, yeah. existed. The song. <laughs> yeah, but I actually really like it. I it's think I like song. Money. I really like Money. I, was I remember to, like, being catchy. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's super catchy. Again, I feel like the lyrics maybe bring it down a little bit, but it's such a catchy fun yeah, song. Like, but... I don't care, you know? Yeah. I think that's, uh, a lo- like, with Five Sauce, I feel like a lot of their earlier, earlier songs are really good, fun songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics tend to be immature. I mean, there were literally they were teenagers like, when writing yeah, them. So, 15, like, 16, what do you no, expect? So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's definitely what's, like, uh, the biggest improvement is their yeah. songwriting has, like... yeah vastly improved in the years but um but again they still have some amazing ones like disconnected which i still think the lyrics are great for that one so and it's insane that it was never on an actual album i know it's i know like i think about the amount of people who maybe haven't heard that song just because it's not like properly on an album and it makes me sad yeah Mm -hmm. um but they are coming they're doing some shows in the uk but I don't have anyone to go with. It's really sad. I don't think I know anyone who even knows or likes Five Sauce. So um, I didn't go with you. So I know. I would. Love I know. You. Can I? I just wish there was an easy way to easier way to get to London. <laughs> easier and cheaper way to get to London. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It is because yeah. I really want to see them again. Anyway. So that's what I've done for the last week. <laughs> um, I went on a super long walk today, which was super nice because I haven't uh, gone out much this week. So we had that really like insane heat wave where it was like 40 degrees. And yeah. It was decent. We got the same thing here. Yeah. It was actually Horrendous. worse in Toronto than Ottawa, which was very upsetting for me. Oh, really? Is it not usually like that? Or is it just because you well, were there? Like no. it was. It's just because I happened to be there Yeah, a heat wave. Like, it was also a heat wave in Ottawa, but slightly not as bad. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, God, I hate heat waves. I hate heat. I hate warm weather. See, I love... Yeah, Have I mentioned We've had this that? conversation so many times. Like, I love... <laughs> I know, we should just shut up. You like it, I hate it, we got it. <laughs> but when it's like this, like, we're not equipped for, like, 40 degree heat. We don't have air conditioning, yeah. we don't have any of that. So it's just yeah, that's torture. True, that's true. Especially when you're trying to get yeah. to sleep, and it's just like... Yes. Like, you don't want to be sweating in your own bed. It's just not cute. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I should, shouldn't should complain too much, because at least we have At AC. least you have AC. And the, the Airbnb we were in, like, we didn't have control of the temperature, but it was freezing in there, and I loved it. <laughs> I was literally wearing sweatpants and a sweater. It was, like, 40 outside, but inside it was freezing, and I loved it. <laughs> Insane. And I and there was no guilt for, like, pumping up the AC or anything like that, because I had no control over it. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't have to pay for it, so... Exactly. I always worry with Airbnbs that, like, I'll do something wrong and they'll leave a bad review about yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't like that they can review me back. <laughs> we'll talk about how much of their um, electricity bill you uh, used. Yeah, exactly. Not used up, but whatever. They're like, who needs the AC at 10 degrees? Like, come on. <laughs> um... But yeah, super nice walk until I was coming back. I think I did like nine, a 9k walk, 
Well, it was more like 10, but my Fitbit said 9. Damn. Um, yeah. I'll say 10. <laughs> I'll say 10. I'll round it up. <laughs> uh, but when I started coming back, and you know, like, just that long road back, and it started getting, like, closer to 30 degrees, I was just like, this mm. is... Oh, why did I do this? Um, <laughs> but it was nice. I got a lemonade, which just, like, hit all the right levels like a proper homemade lemonade they had a little stand okay one loved it it was delicious um i I went into the term lemonade in the yeah yeah (laughs) because most people means like a sprite or a seven right yeah exactly yeah Yeah. um went into waterstones which is like our main Mm. bookstore and Mm -hmm. i was gonna buy some stuff but then i decided to save my money which like i actually had some impulse control which is uh not like me but it was nice no not at all oh yeah Uh, (laughs) um but yeah and now and then i came home and then i ate uh, a bunch of cake that i made amazing Um, (laughs) just before i had to jump on here and record so i was like i had to guzzle all this water because i had so much cake (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that was. <laughs> I, that's how I, I hear that's a great post walk uh, snack. Oh yeah, you uh, just you have to balance uh, it out because you don't want to. Exactly. You know, ten k. Well, your blood sugar was like probably really low. It was. It really was. Um, and I was like probably dehydrated, so you'd balance that out with cake usually when you're. Yeah, uh, I think that makes sense. Yeah, when you've been in the sun too long. So. Yeah. Definitely. I've heard, I've heard doctors say that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you seen the Teen Wolf trailer? No, there's a... Sorry. <laughs> there's a Teen Wolf trailer out now? There is a movie trailer. It came out, oh, like, God. yesterday. <laughs> I mean, Dylan Bryan's not in it, right? So. It's... Well, people are like, he's Wait, definitely, he? like, gonna make an appearance. Like, they're keeping it secret. But I just feel like he won't, and it's gonna be really depressing. Like- <laughs> Exactly. I. I it's not know. worth well, it without him. I don't think. Exactly. What's the freaking point? Like, there is no point. But Allison is back. So they revived her from the dead. Um, I'll be honest. I never really liked Allison, so I don't care. No, exactly. <laughs> I think that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they brought her back somehow. She's back and she's pissed. I can't remember. I don't remember anything that happened. In oh that God. Show. Um, <laughs> She's back and she's pissed. She's back and she... I forgot that fucking Lydia was like a banshee or something. That's in the trailer. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Well, I never watched the last two seasons, I don't think. I don't think I did either, but I think they they established she was like a banshee before that. Yes, yes. No, she did. But I'm just saying like, I must be... Like, there's going to be more background stuff that I have no clue about. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always thought that was like... (laughs) Like, I remember when they started the banshee... um, uh, plot line mm. and it's just like it looked always so ridiculous to me every time Lydia was like just screaming <laughs> like I was like she finds a body and then it's like she screams really loudly and they're like wait that means something <laughs> like, okay. cool. yeah why why is how was she a banshee was they ever like literally I feel like I they were just remember. like well we can't just have her be a human people love Lydia so we've got to make her something <laughs> yeah and then Colton was like that lizard thing the Camino or something? That was the Camino or whatever, yeah. <laughs> something like that. That was yeah. such... Oh my god. Which I still don't really get, because he got bit by a werewolf. 
by... I don't remember. Yeah, he got bit by a werewolf, but got somehow, like, corrupted. And so instead of a werewolf, he was some kind of weird lizard thing. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Because I... Because I... And then... And then... And then they just, like... And then he just left with, like, no real explanation. Oh, yeah, he did leave, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were just like, oh, he went to London or something like that. <laughs> and with, like, like just the beginning of the next season, he was like, oh, yeah, he's gone, by the way. I know uh, we made it seem like he was going to have more of a storyline at the end of season two, but he's gone. We've decided <laughs> to forget that. <laughs> oh, it's Kanima? Kanima? Kanima. 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 Cannibal. Cannibal. <laughs> uh, right, so does the trailer look? Uh, like no, are you no. interested okay yeah I have a few I was like I was kind of excited when they first talked about it just because like you know I have fond memories of like the first three yeah. seasons of Teen yeah. Wolf and then it goes downhill real quick I don't think uh, they should have released it like revealed that it was going to be a thing so early because there's so much time to realise that it wasn't actually very good um, <laughs> there's like too they much time they should have released it part. like should have been like two days before the movie exactly, actually comes out. Exactly. And then everyone would be like, oh my god, yes. And they would have all this like Stockholm syndrome and then and then you realise. Yeah, or they could have done like a folklore Taylor Swift thing where you just like surprise mm. drop it. Exactly. People would be like, oh my god, exactly. let's watch it right away. <laughs> and then everyone watches it and they're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> everyone watches and be like, wait, where was Dylan O'Brien though? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where it's being released. Like, I doubt it's a cinema, like, a movie theatre thing, is it? It's I'd be shocked. It's going to be, like, straight-to-streaming. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe if Dylan O'Brien was in it, it would go to theatres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, even if it's just, like, a small cameo, everyone's going to be disappointed with just, like, a second of him, you know? I mean, yeah. That's almost worse. Honestly, I think it's worse. Just, like... Don't like... Even bother. I mean, he's like yeah. pretty much everyone's favorite character, though. Like, why would you? Every single person's favorite character. Is everyone, even the people who haven't seen I, it. Yeah, everyone. He's their favorite. <laughs> my mom and my sister's favorite character, actually speaking. <laughs> uh, the only character that comes close to to Styles would be um, Isaac, and I'm pretty okay. sure he's not in the revival either. So I haven't. But he he wasn't in the trailer, so I don't think exactly. So yeah. those are my top two. So and they're not going to be in it. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> there was also yesterday, I think, as well, um, the trailer for the other film Dylan's in that not it's called like not okay or something. The one where yes, he has his yes. like blonde hair. I did, yes, Ooh. I did see that. Ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, obsessed with he the looks look. So like, good. Like, he clearly plays a douchebag, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> at all. He looks so good. <laughs> looks so good. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the movie itself, like, it looks fine, but I'm definitely going to watch it because of Dylan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The premise yeah. is kind of, it looks kind of fun, so. Yeah, like, it could be fun, but I feel like it, I don't know, it doesn't feel original, right? Oh, no, it's going to be terrible and unoriginal, but. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, yeah, who knows? And yes. Dylan O'Brien has a uh, buzzed blonde hair, so. Ooh. Exactly. And fake yeah, tattoos. That's great. It's Ugh. all around fantastic. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
on to uh, book news, unless we mm-hmm. still talk. We, did we have more trailers to discuss? <laughs> no. I mean, we can still talk okay. about Dylan O'Brien for another hour and a half, but we can move on Probably to not. actual book news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was just going to announce, mm. as this is very exciting, that I've recently read my 200th. 200th book Yay. of the year. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was, was my official Goodreads goal. Yep. Uh, and we're only so like halfway through the Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I, well, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I, like I mentioned before, it's not so much that I'm in a book slump that it's just, I feel like I've start so many books and never, mm-hmm. and discard so many like I still end up reading a decent amount but like yeah it feels discouraging in my brain just because I keep trying so many different ones anyway. yeah but the point is that my 200th book was a dark and hollow star by Ashley Shuttleworth I believe that is the author's <laughs> name which was uh, a, a very good book I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit it's uh, good it's it's like about it's like uh, fairies and stuff, but it's like also set in Toronto, which was, <laughs> which was funny. Like it's really, it's like set in Toronto and there's a lot of talk about Toronto. And then I was like looking up the author and I'm like, oh, she's Canadian. That's crazy. And then I was like, wait, well, actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think about it for two seconds. Not that uh, shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, usually I'm. I've read a decent amount of books about fairies because fairies is the new vampires, you know? It's, like, super in right now. Okay. So many freaking books about fairies, and I'm kind of, like, not into it. But then I realized what the problem was. All the books I read, all the fairies were straight. This book, they were all gay. It was great. (laughs) That's what was missing. It was the, uh... That's what was missing. I was like, oh my god. Duh. (laughs) Love that. So, Yeah. And, was it uh, modern, like modern day I, Toronto? I guess it's modern day, yeah. But like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. And honestly, yeah. I didn't fully keep up with everything that was going on in the book because they talk about fairies and fays and the Ironborn and the bunch of different <laughs> kinds of fairies and stuff of like that. I, I, I was pretty confused half the time. I understood the gist of the plot. And I understood that they were gay, so... (laughs) That's all you need. Uh, And I was like, you know what? I had fun reading it. I don't care if I understood all of it. (laughs) That's all that matters to me. Uh, I'm like, I don't have to discuss the plot of this on the podcast, so I don't need to understand everything that (laughs) happened. Um, But the the reason I initially read the book, uh, not only... Well, I knew there was some gayness in it, but... The girl on the cover is very attractive, in my opinion, and I was like, "Okay." Oh, well. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was a. I was happy that that ended up being the book for my two hundred. Yeah, it sounds like book. a good choice for your uh, exactly for your goal book. Um, let's see. I keep tra- I kept track of what was my two hundredth last year as well. Um, what was it? Let me see. My two hundredth book of twenty twenty one was actually the last patient. By Alex. Ah. Uh, Silent nice. Patient. The Silent Patient, yeah. I, I wrote The Last Patient, but I'm pretty the sure I meant Silent Patient. patient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but also in 2020, my 200th book was Felix Ever After by Kaysen Allen, I believe is the author. 
which was, again, a very good book. So, uh, honestly, I have good luck with my 200th nice. book. I have a hard time saying 200th for some reason, but <laughs> I, I think I've stumbled over it every single time I've said it. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, the, so that's uh, fine. The fairy on the cover is fit. She looks like Dove Cameron. Right? Yeah. She does look like Dove Cameron, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and I liked her character. She was, uh, she was very badass. It was great. Nice. Congratulations. I love that. Thank you very much. I think the last thing is a different book I read before the 200th. Okay. And it was a bad book. I just really hated it. (laughs) And and so this is it good intentions? Sorry, I'm on your Goodreads now, so I'm looking. Yeah. Was that a book I read? Good intentions, no. yeah. <laughs> you read it directly <laughs> before that... A Dark and Hollow Star. That's so funny that I don't remember. <laughs> oh, no, that was just like, whatever. Uh, no, because th- those are books. So those are like uh, ki- Kindle Unlimited books, which half of them are like oh, self-published. Okay. So I yeah, usually don't yeah. expect them to be good and they're pretty short and I just kind of zoom through them. Um, so those ones, when I give them like two stars or whatever... You know, nothing personal. You're never going to be great. But um, <laughs> no, this one was <laughs> I'm So Not Over You um, oh, yeah. by Kosoko Jackson. And I wanted to like it. Like, hello. It's POC. It's uh, gay. Like, it had such great uh, potential. But no. The, like, love interest <laughs> in the book, he was just... I, don't, I didn't understand why anyone was into him other than him being distra- described as looking like Jesse Williams like I get that mm. I understand that yeah but but he was just like super annoying and I just and and it just felt like he was constantly taking advantage of the main character and so I, I, I just didn't really buy the romance from the start and it's and it's basically like the story is uh they broke up three months ago uh the love interest I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah, Hudson. He shows up, and I think Kian is his name. Yeah, Kian. Uh, so Hudson shows up, and he's like, hey, Kian, I didn't tell my super rich parents that uh, we broke up, and they like you, so can you come to dinner and pretend you're still my boyfriend? Which, first of all, <laughs> kind of a messed up thing to ask for someone yeah. uh, like after you guys have broken up relatively recently, and Kian is super not over this guy. Um, anyway, he ends up agreeing for reasons I don't recall. Uh, and like, at first he's really pissed off about it. Uh, but then he agrees. Oh yeah. He agrees because Hudson tells him he's going to give him, uh, like the contact of someone at this like journalism thing that he wants to apply to. Cause he hasn't had a job since he, uh, graduated college. Okay. Um, so they're recently like college graduates, like early twenties is the vibe. Anyway. Um, the, so there's plenty of stuff that happens that I didn't like, but let me just tell you the worst part. So they, they end up fake dating for longer than just a thing. There's a dinner. Uh, there ends up being a wedding that he wants him to attend as well. So they do that. And during the whole, like they're there for a few days for like pre-wedding stuff. And before the actual wedding, they decide to 
start dating again. They realize they still have feelings for each other. And they're like, let's try again. Great. Whatever. At this point, like, I'm not into this couple. I just don't feel any kind of chemistry. And I really don't like Hudson. He just annoys me. And and he's, he's like, so whiny. And, like, <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> point is, before the wedding, um, Kian, the main character... He meets the bride-to-be, and they're alone at one point. And he asks her, how did you know that Hudson was... Or, not Hudson. How did you know that the guy you're marrying was the one? You know, because in his head, he's thinking about Hudson, and he's like, you know... Thinking about him. Basically, that's why he asks. And she's like, oh, I don't. And he's like, what? What do you mean? And she's like, yeah, I don't know if he's the one. Uh, and basically tells him that she's marrying him for like the safety of being with someone who's well off uh, so that she okay. won't have to worry in life. And, you know, her prerogative, all good. If she's happy to do that, who am I to say anything, you know? But uh, but why are you telling this to a guy you literally just met, first of all? Um, <laughs> yeah. Super weird to kind of put that on <laughs> to a stranger you just met, but Okay. Anyway, uh, Kian's just like, what? That's kind of crazy. Don't you want to, you know, marry for love? Don't you want to be happy? And she's like, oh, safety is, like, more important to me than being happy, you know? And he's like, okay, fair enough. That's basically how the conversation goes. Um, flash forward to the wedding. The, the, the guy's like, oh, will you take this guy to be, to be your husband? And the girl... She, like, pauses for the longest time. Everyone's like, what's going on? And then she turns around. She stares directly at Kian. And she's like, you know what? You're right, Kian. I choose happiness. And walks oh, off. <laughs> so the entire wedding party, who's, who's like, family friends with the guy or maybe even family. I don't remember. Uh, so they're all upset at Kian because they're like, what the fuck did you say to this girl for her to yeah. leave? our cousin or whatever he was. And so they're all pissed off at him. And so Hudson's sister like yells at him being like, what's wrong with you? How dare you? You're a gold digger. Just going after my brother. <laughs> like it, she goes off. Like and before Keen has been able to say anything at this point. Yeah. And then Hudson comes in and he's like, what the fuck did you say? Like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. He literally, like, swears at him. Like, what the fuck did you say to her? What did you do to ruin it? Like, I can't believe you ruined this. And then, like, Kin says something like, ah. he was like, well, we did talk. And she's like, and he was like, maybe from an outside perspective, it might have seemed like I told her to leave him. Which, by the way, did not seem that way. Like, why would you yeah. even phrase it that way? But whatever. Yeah. Regardless of that terrible wording but regardless he <laughs> Hudson then does not let him finish speaking he's like get the fuck out of here I don't want to be with you anymore I don't want you around my family ever again get out of here leave so Kian's like okay <laughs> leaves heartbroken they've they're now broken up that's the big drama you know that they always have to have in romance books and I'm just like at this point I'm like um, fuck Hudson, like, literally does not yeah. let him get a word in, like, you're professing. Like, he said previously that the whole reason he wanted to fake date was partly because he wanted to reconnect with him, and he wanted to still be with him, he's super into him, blah, blah, blah. But the second something happens that you don't like, you freak out and break up with him, and yeah. don't let him speak. Like, 
I was I was like, oh my god. The only way this book does not get a one star <laughs> review is if it ends with them like talking and being like, we're really bad for each other, and they both move on. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I absolutely hate them as a couple. I think Hudson's actually the worst. And it gets worse, if you can believe it, because it's two months later, after the wedding thing, it's two months later, Keen's on a date with this other guy, who is lovely, by the way. Should have probably ended up with him. Mm-hmm. But he's on this, like, coffee date. And the sister, who's a total cunt, uh, comes in. <laughs> and she's like, I need to speak to you. <laughs> and sure, I'm adding a bit of attitude. But you know what? I don't care. Um, <laughs> and he's like, okay, hey, date, can you, like, give us some, like, 50 minutes or whatever? He's like, and so they talk. And the sister's literally like, you need to go see Hudson. <laughs> and he's like, what? Why? Like, <laughs> he's the one who told me to stay away from him. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but he's never going to make the first move. And clearly you're both miserable. You should go to him and, like, talk to him. Uh, <laughs> And, and then he's like, but, you know, why? He's the one who should be apologizing to me. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but he's not gonna, you know, he's a man. He, he's, like, emotionally stunted or whatever. And I'm like, Kean's also a man. Would Stop, like, <laughs> defending him with a, such a bat. It was, like, such a terrible excuse or whatever. And, and he ends up going to him. <laughs> and I'm like, he put God. every single effort. I was so bad. I was just, like, couldn't believe it. I'm like, it was such a unequal relationship and yeah so they talk and when he shows up the guy's like oh my god you came i wanted to apologize i just can bring myself to come see you like that and and then he apologized but i'm like yeah only after he put the effort into it yeah to to like actually showing up yeah it it was the most frustrating read i've ever read like yeah sounds like it and, and this was, like, as I mentioned previously, I was started, so I listened to the audiobook of this one, um, and I was literally had it on three times speed to just get it over with. Uh, <laughs> like, it was so fast. But I, I started it, and I wasn't really fe- feeling it from the beginning, like, I did not like Hudson from the beginning, and, but I was determined to keep going, because I was like, I feel like it should be good, though. Like... And, and I had given up on so many books. I'm like, I, I was like, I refuse to DNF it. I will get through this one. And you know what? I should have listened to my gut. I should have just DNF'd it. <laughs> I got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you had to go through that experience. It sounds uh, very, um, very traumatic. It was. And what's funny is that I literally read it, like, maybe two days after we recorded the previous podcast. So it was almost yeah. two weeks ago that I've read this. Yeah. And I've gotten over it, but now I'm back to... <laughs> now you're mad again. <laughs> yeah. I've already ranted to my family and friends about this book. and But now I'm <laughs> back here because I think you deserve uh, the rant as well. <laughs> Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I guess now we need to yeah, figure out how to remove this memory from your literally from your brain eternal sunshine it (laughs) anyway so that's all that's all that's happened to me (laughs) 30 35 minutes later (laughs) it's a roller coaster yeah yeah um so did you have anything else to talk or should we actually talk about the the, the podcast (laughs) yeah let's get into it okay 
So this week we read Bear Town by Frederick Backman, which is a book about a small town, I think in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's basically, it's a really small town who's like pride and joy is their junior hockey team who is finally, you know, good and might actually win the, 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 the season thing. Whatever. <laughs> the hockey trophy. We know about sports. <laughs> we like sports and we don't care who knows. Uh, uh, so basically the story centers about around more or less Peter Anderson, who is the uh, hockey club manager. Uh, and he has a younger daughter. I don't know why I said younger. Obviously, she's younger than him. <laughs> she's his daughter, uh-huh. Maya. <laughs> oh my god! I I should have I I had the Wikipedia up, but I closed out of it. <laughs> I should have left it up. <laughs> um. So basically, there's this guy Kevin. He's the star of the hockey team. The entire town is rooting for Kevin to bring this team to gold. Everyone's excited. But when we come into this book. A uh, little bit of drama at the hockey club. They want to fire the long time. So there's the junior team and the A team. And the a- the junior team is the one that has the most potential. And who, in the coming year or years, they're, they're going to become the A team, right? So they are thinking they want to move the junior coach to the A team coach because he's the one who's brought this team to uh, the talent or stardom, whatever, that they're at now. Stardom might be a bit strong of an award, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and the A-team coach, uh, they want to get rid of because he's, you know, he's getting old. He wants someone more aggressive who's more about winning than about, you know, camaraderie or whatever. But the, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was like, well, but really, if you think about it, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm not going to try to... <laughs> I can't go too far into details because uh, <laughs> we're already almost 40 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, point is, the whole uh, there's a lot of pressure on the hockey team. And Peter is a big fan of the old co- coach soon that is getting fired. But he has to do the firing because they're mean to Peter. They're like, you have to do the bad thing. We don't want to do it. <laughs> and poor Peter has to do the bad thing. Anyway, that drama's happening. Uh, anyway, the there's a big semifinal game happening. It happens. The team wins. Everyone's happy. So Kevin, the rich kid who has the promise of a great hockey career, blah, 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 decides to throw a party because his parents are out of town. And, oh, by the way, <laughs> before I get further in, a uh, trigger warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh for talk about sexual assault and rape. Um, So at the party, you'll never guess what happens. Uh, Laughing is my way of coping with (laughs) subjects. (laughs) For the record. Um, So Maya, Peter's daughter, goes to the party. She has a crush on Kevin. They chat and drink and they get drunk. And then they go up to his bedroom to kiss. He wants to go further. She does not. He proceeds to rape her. And um, the another 
character is Amit, who is playing in the team just below the juniors when we start the book, but he's a very promising hockey player and he's very fast. And so they decide to, just before the semifinals, promote him to the juniors. Um, so he, and so he's very excited to be on this like team that everybody loves and this whole town is obsessed with this team. So now he's part of it. Very exciting. Uh, and he's also, uh, in love with Maya and, uh, goes to the party. He ends up walking in on them and uh, witnesses the crime, and that also gives Maya the opportunity to run away. Um, so that happens, and that pretty much snowballs everything else that happens, because uh, a week later, Maya finally decides to tell her parents, uh, after she decides that she can't keep it in. She really, she didn't want to have to involve her family and hurt the people she loves by knowing this, um, and she had a feeling it wasn't going to go anywhere, even if she told people. But she decided it was more important that on the off chance they might actually help another girl not have to do deal with what she had to deal with. She decided to come to tell her parents, who then immediately went to the police. And that happened to be the day of the final game. And so they arrested Kevin right before the big final. So he couldn't play in the game. And even though the team did their best, they worked extra hard. My angel, Benji, he <laughs> he skated on a broken foot to try to rally everyone. And um, unfortunately, they still lost. And But it was a very impressive Not by much, though. It was very game. close. Like, not by much. It was so close. They almost had it. And I was... Like, I knew there was... They must not win. Like, I was like, yeah, it has it to be sad. like... But I was so sad. I wanted to be. I wanted to be like they can do it without that bastard Kevin. Like <laughs> they're fine. They don't need him. Yeah. Anyway, they lose, but it makes sense because obviously the book is the entire fallout of that happening because the whole city is then against Peter and Maya because in their head they're just well in their head everyone thinks Maya lied. Right. It's the classic story of uh, can't trust the girl's word. Uh, she's only after sabotaging a guy for no real reason, whatever. Mm. Anyway, so everyone's against because they're like, it's their fault that we lost the hockey game and they're a hockey town. That's all everyone freaking cares about in that town. So it gets pretty rough and they decide and uh, Kevin's father, he's like super rich and he basically is the biggest donor of the hockey club and so he demands that they fire peter uh because in in his view he got his daughter to lie about a rape uh so that he could uh make sure that kevin didn't play in the game because he's upset about them firing soon like it's major leaps you know um anyway so that's basically the story. Uh, it, I mean, it's not a happy ending, but it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, Peter ends up not getting fired thanks to one of the, like, businesses who contributes to the hockey club, Ramona, who owns, like, the bar in town. And she convinces the, the pack, which are basically, like, hockey fanatics who are kind of scary um to vote in favor of peter and uh so peter does end up keeping his job however david 
ew, David. Ew. Um, the Yeah. The coach from the juniors that they want to promote to A-team, he is upset that, quote-unquote, they brought politics into hockey. So he decides to leave town with all the best players uh, to join a different hockey club. Um, literally only three of the players stay, but it's the only three that matters, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so basically the town kind of loses their winning hockey team. They kind of got to rebuild from scratch. And it kind of seems like maybe the club might die anyway. Um, Even though Peter still has his job, it's still kind of up in the air. Who knows if it'll last. And of course, the investigation into Kevin ends up not going anywhere because of insufficient evidence, even though there was a literal witness. Amit, like, Amit literally yeah. testified, like, but, but of course he was drunk and in love with Maya, so God forbid he's telling the truth. Which, yeah. again, the worst part is that, like, people started to believe Maya's story only when a guy was there to yeah. collaborate with her story, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, and, like, the fact that people were just like this is one of the things that bother me the most especially for a story like this like it's a small town thing and and they're like she's lying she's lying for attention she's lying blah 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 i'm like why why the hell would anyone in their right mind want this kind of attention like yeah. death threats and bullying and like oh, like horrible things being said about her and her family yeah. and harassment and like assault uh, and why on earth would anyone lie? Why? Like, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. Anyway, it was upsetting to read at times. Yeah. Because it also just rings far too true to stories we've all read in the news, you know? But so it's a very heavy subject. Um, but, you know, there was some. Some some good bits. I mean, some, like, um, light within the darkness, you know. Maya and Anna's friendship was just beautiful to read. I thought they were just such, like, it was such nice, uh, uh, like, friendship to read. Uh, so loyal to each other. Like, even, like, yeah, they even were when cute. you read, they were so sweet. Uh, they had each other's backs. Like, even when, like, there are times, like, the night of the party... Because Anna thinks that Maya has abandoned her for a boy. She's upset about it. So she, like, leaves the party. It's, like, it's such an understandable emotion, especially as a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. But, like, it, at, never, at no point did, does she not believe her, her best friend when she finds yeah. out, you know? Yeah. At no point did she then, like, leave her side. Like, it was... Like, I was, like, worried for a second when that happened, you know? At the party. It could have easily gone that but, way, yeah. Exactly, because you've we've read stories that that go yeah. that way, you know, and so it was just very nice to see that she always had such a strong presence uh, by her side. Um, and also, you know, there's Benji, the sweetheart, the angel, <laughs> definitely, definitely one of my favorite characters in the book. Oh, was Benji. Part. I mean, so like Benji's in this second book as well. So uh, I was like already obsessed with Benji from the second book but like I loved him so much in this book too <laughs> um who he was Kevin was Kevin's best friend but mm-hmm. um 
he he wasn't there at the party, but he ends up like seeing Maya in the woods the night of when she's ran off. And he immediately knows something was very wrong because he knows that Kevin and Maya were together when he left. And when he sees Kevin the next day, he immediately knows and like literally immediately like abandons him and is like, Ugh. and, and he, poor guy, he's just like, every time you read like his like point of views, it, it, it always felt so lonely yeah. reading his character and it made me feel so sad for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, anyway. Yeah. Did you like the book? <laughs> I feel like I've been talking for years. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, yeah. I don't know how you're going to feel about what I'm about to say. Because I do know you Ooh, also rated the second book five stars. Um, yeah. And I don't know how you fully felt about this one. But I do have to say about 80% of the book is really boring. <laughs> oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, I feel like... I mean, this book is like, when you look at the reviews and stuff, like, it's a very, very, like, clearly a very, very loved book. It has, like, really, really high <laughs> reviews. Um, and I've never read any of his other stuff, but I did, especially, like, the first, like, 40% of the book, I was really, really struggling to get through it. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. It was just, like nothing was happening and there were so many hockey analogies and I was just like <laughs> where is this going because like, the characters the characters like like I loved Benji I loved Maya I loved Anna yeah. even Peter was cute Kira I loved like the characters yeah. are like really good but there was just something like I just felt like it was didn't need to be as long as it was because I just felt like nothing was right. happening um, and obviously yeah. like there is 20% of it where it's very dramatic and very heavy and, and difficult to read and that stuff is Obviously, obviously difficult, and but also really interesting. But it was a massive chunk of the book where I was just like, I was struggling to get through it. I'm not going to lie. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, I don't feel that way at all, personally. Um, I, I understand where you're coming from, for sure. I, I find, like, and I can find, I often find, if because this book obviously brings in so many characters, like we're just mm -hmm. mentioning a few, but there's a lot of characters yeah. and you get multiple point of views and it can get overwhelming. But in my opinion, I thought, I thought it was just brought uh, like that town to life. Like you really mm -hmm. got so many different perspectives and ideas and like, just uh, to understand the fabric of this town and how yeah. it works. And, uh, and I also find it, found it like just fascinating uh, how one person could write so many different point of views in like just mm -hmm. in terms of uh, ideology and morality and blah, 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 and politics. And um, like, I feel like it, it almost baffles me that one person could make such, such a, such a town full of different characters that all have feel pretty fleshed out, even though yeah, they might only get like one point of view at one point. Uh, but I I could understand how like you don't necessarily want to read some of these characters. Um, I I think maybe I had the right frame of mind for it because I had read the second book and I've read Anxious People. So maybe yeah. I just had a better idea of how the book was going to go. So I had, yeah. uh, like, I was mentally prepared for it, maybe. And also that I knew this book was about uh, about Maya being 
sexually assaulted uh, because basically the second book jumps right in right after this one. It's Kevin basically leaving town. Yeah. And then, like that I think is like the first scene in the second book is him leaving town. And, uh, and you know, you like find out why. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what this okay. book is going right in. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused <laughs> for a second. Yeah. But, uh, so I knew that's what this was going to lead into. Um, and also, I did know that Peter was not going to lose his job <laughs> because of that. Because he's has, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I knew Kevin was going to leave town, so it was all kind of like, I kind of knew where this was going, which I think, for me, might be good. I feel like I'd have too much, like, anxiety of reading it if I hadn't known how it ended. Uh, so I think I kind of liked that I knew. <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably, yeah, it probably was quite, I just feel, because I didn't, I actually didn't read anything about it before I went into it. I just yeah. started reading it. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, because it takes, it does take a really, really long time to get to... the actual like kind of point of the book and where it's going and and i was like 40 percent in and i was like is this just about like did cat just made me make me read something that's just about (laughs) hockey i'm like what and then i was like no the cover says like every town has a secret or whatever i was like there's what is this like what's going on and then and then obviously the party happened and i was like oh okay so that's obviously a thing and then it went back into hockey and I was like, okay. And then I was just like, I don't, I don't think I was prepared for it to be the way that it was. Um, That's fair. And I mean, I do, I think I do understand why so many people do love, like you said, like the characters are yeah. like very, very fleshed out. You get like a really, really good idea of the town and mm-hmm. kind of why they are, like it builds everything up quite a lot, um, yeah. which is obviously a very good thing. But yeah, I did just definitely. like some parts of it, I was just like... Yeah, it was a bit of a struggle for me personally. <laughs> I get it. I, I I do understand your point of view. Uh, I just didn't feel that way personally. Yeah. Um, but I will. I am. I I don't like. Maybe it's just the Canadian me. Maybe I just have like hockey in my blood. Like <laughs> though, even I I never watch hockey. There's just probably a part of me that was yeah. always think like favorably of hockey. Yeah, as of a course. Canadian. So I. But I will say. If I'm ever going to force you to read a hockey book, it's going to be Heated Rivalry. Let me yeah, tell I knew. You. I, I was like, yeah, I want to read, read that gay one where, like... Honestly, you have to read Heated Rivalry. It is so good. There is some sexy scenes, so keep Ooh, that in mind. But it literally, okay. it's called Heated Rivalry. What are you expecting, you know? But, <laughs> yeah. but I'm also genuinely just obsessed with that relationship. Like, obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of, I was really mm. sad that the basis had to leave town in this. Book. I know that was like the Very best storyline of the book. Was just I know. Like, I was like, so, I know. Give me more. I was like, let's get back stuff. to Benji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, which speaking of, mm. um, speaking of, uh, ew, David. Um, ew. It's all good and well to say, don't bring politics into hockey, but he I'm immediately sorry. brings his own politics he... into hockey as soon as he sees Benji kiss a guy. I think Suddenly... I just, by the end of it, like, uh, that part just, like, I think tipped mm-hmm. me over the edge. Like, it annoyed me so much. First of all, like, yeah. the only thing you, because, uh, okay, so basically David is like, all of these hockey boys are like, he's their idol. They like look up to him so much. He's kind of like yes. a father figure to them, which is why they're yeah. all happy to follow him to his new team or whatever. 
Anyway, um, but so first of all, it starts with like, because, and the way the book is laid out, like it will give you like very fragmented pieces of a scene at a time. So it will go back and forth a lot between different scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that scene when David like catches Benji kissing the bass player um, and it ends with him like being like, he ran home like crying and disgusted. And I was like, okay, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> and then you find out he was disgusted because like, oh my God, like Benji couldn't oh like oh he couldn't tell me like what have i done that's so wrong that he couldn't tell me like uh, he's gay it's like first of all he's like oh my god i was such a good father figure to him and he couldn't even tell me like his biggest secret i was like fuck then maybe there's a problem with you bitch (laughs) literally fuck like how are you making this about you like how are you making this entire situation like it's up to him, first of all, who he wants to tell. He might not be Literally. ready to tell anyone. Like, it's not up to you yeah. or just because, oh, you're a good coach and a father. He doesn't have to, he doesn't owe you anything. And then he exactly. goes home to his girlfriend and he's like, his pregnant girlfriend, he's like, am I going to be a good dad? He's like, no. I'm sorry, but no, you're not. He's like such a little bitch. <sighs> it's like, it's like, Peter, I know your your daughter was sexually assaulted, but like, why'd you have to, you know go to the police about it. Like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, oh my god. I just, and then he yeah. was like, oh my god, he did it on the final because, and he sat there in his car and he watched Kevin. Like, obviously he was doing like, it just yes. like for revenge or whatever. It's like, oh my god. Fuck like you. What like, is you... going through your mind? Literally is the most selfish, uh, like, way of Literally. thinking. Like, all yeah. he thinks about is how it affected him, yeah. the hockey coach, God forbid he thinks how it affects Maya or yeah. her parents. Like, yeah. oh my God. Or what, yeah. I, I, um, I honestly, what, what she going through or what Benji's going through, like discovering his sexuality yes, no, or whatever. Like, exactly. Oh no, it's not about them though. It's about it, no, him it's about and him. how, like his feelings and what did he do to deserve, like, exactly. fuck <laughs> Literally can't fucking stand him. Uh, I, 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 I was like, for some reason when I was reading it, I was like, I feel like they're going to redeem him. And then they didn't. And then I was like, No, oh, it never just, happens. <laughs> he's just a selfish guy who, like... He's unredeemable. Yeah. Because I, I, what frustrates me is that he thinks he's a good guy. That's what yeah. frustrates me, you know? Yeah. He he thinks he's being, like, morally superior when he's absolutely yeah. not. Uh, so, anyway. And I also... Character. I think what annoyed me is that I also couldn't tell if the writer was trying to make us feel like he was a good guy because he was like oh like because he mentioned the whole thing about his david's dad and saying like um his dad was like super homophobic and saying like being gay is the worst thing you can ever be like never like never let that happen to you whatever and then he was like upset with benji because he was like oh i've turned into my dad or whatever so i was like are they trying to make us like feel something for David or like try and like be like oh I get it like he didn't want to be like his dad he's upset Mm -hmm. because he but then so and that annoyed me because I was like I hope that's not what the writer is trying to do because it's just annoying if that's (laughs) that's the case uh I agree I feel like based off what I've previously read I feel like Mm -hmm. it was just his way of fleshing out that character and Mm -hmm. just showing his perspective like and the nuance in the character, not necessarily trying to redeem it, or I guess that would be I up hope to the so. reader yeah. whether he yeah. thinks that redeems a person or not, you know? Yeah. Uh but who's to say? I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean when he uh, was like when we found out he was leaving to 
leaving town. I was like, good riddance. Please leave. Yeah, I was like, thank God. And yeah, get rid of all those douchebag hockey players. Yeah. I It was funny because I was reading uh, the beginning when we were introduced to the character of Bobo. Is that right? Mm, Bobo, right? Yeah. I loved Bobo. And like at first, yeah, I mean, at first he's like a total douche. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck this guy. But then like, uh, he's like the only person who ends up protecting Amit when yeah. everyone goes after him for... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? For um, speaking against Kevin, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like a sweetheart because all he really wants, because he's, you know, he's a little uh, slow, and <laughs> all he really <laughs> wants is, you know, to feel like he belongs part of a group. Yeah. But, you know, he's still, he ends up protecting Abbott, and and that's just very sweet. Very uh, cute. So the, the only three left standing is Bobo, Amit, and Benji. At the end, they're the only ones who decide to stay. And that's all you need. And that's all you need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was basically the book. Um, I really enjoyed it personally. I thought it was an interesting book. I will say I, I preferred the second book. Um, okay. I think possibly because it's not quite as heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> as this book. And it's a bit... Um, less depressing <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's more i mean it's really like go talk it's mostly all about the fallout of this book yeah and about rebuilding you know which i think has a bit more of an uplifting message or me- it's a bit more ideal. hopeful i guess yeah. yeah exactly and there's more benji so what more could you want <laughs> um yeah um so what'd you end up reading it so, I was... Uh, Go with I your was, heart. Don't worry about my what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just because of the Goodreads rating system, because I was going for like a yeah. 2.5, which it, it doesn't exist. So I'm not sure yeah. which way okay. to round, but traditionally right. I would round up, so I'm going to give it a 3. Okay. Well, you can say like 2.5 for the podcast, but on Goodreads... Yeah, 2.5 for the potty and 3 for, for the Goodreads. For the potty. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna read it four stars because I did really like it. Nice, yeah. Um, and now it's time for <laughs> the casting choices. It's actually interesting boop, boop. because they made a TV show for. They did. This. When I was like so, looking up inspo, I was like, "Oh, there's people already." So technically, they've already been <laughs> casted. I did actually. I meant to check who was casted as these role because well, I, I, I think remember it was... seeing it. And, uh, and I was just like, I remember, and I was like, uh, I didn't want to look because I hadn't read the book yet when I first, uh, heard about it. And so, but I still haven't looked. Uh, Sorry, what were you going to say? No, because I think uh, it's, uh, it's like a Swedish one. So it's like Swedish actors. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go for, uh, who are we going? Sorry, I was, I was looking at the cast. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Uh, I, I can go first. Okay, so we're, we've decided that we're going to be uh, casting Peter, who is uh, Maya's father and the manager of the hockey club. Uh, yeah. Maya, the daughter. Uh, Benji, because he's our fave. And <laughs> Kevin, who is the rapist. <laughs> um, yeah. So, let's start with Peter. Um, shall yeah. I go first? Yeah, go okay, for it. I decide to... Um, cast Greg Kinnear as Peter. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> I, I see that. Uh, yeah, I was just like, 
He gives the kind of like everyday man vibe, and that's yeah. kind of what I was going for with Peter. Interesting. Uh, there wasn't much thought past that. I was like, Greg Kinnear works. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've always kind of liked Greg Kinnear. I don't know why. I just do. Yeah, he's quite likable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I decided to, because I obviously picked up that it was very Swedish, so I decided to stick with the Swedishness, and I've done ah. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, well, now I just <laughs> want to climb Peter. Like, hello? <laughs> uh, I think especially when he has, like, his... Because I think now he's got a bit more rugged beard and, like, a bit longer yeah. hair. He's not as, like, traditionally, like, you know, mm. hand. I think it works a bit more. I don't I don't think you can ever say that Alexander Skarsgård isn't traditionally handsome. No, but not, like, I his, that's like, early model. days of, like, just shirtless, good-looking. Yeah, I feel like he just keeps getting more attractive. Do you think? I think so, yeah. No, he's definitely more of a dad-looking guy now. I mean, still incredibly attractive, but... <laughs> I respectfully disagree. <laughs> okay, That's all right. But I mean, hey, I'll, I'll I definitely watch Alexander Skarsgård as Peter. No problem. <laughs> uh, so for Maya, I, which actually kind of goes with Greg Kinnear in a way, but I okay. uh, casted Liana Liberato for Liberato. I don't know who that uh, is. Which you might have to Google. I know you know her face if you Google her, but she was in a movie I do with know Greg her. Kinnear. Yeah. She was in a movie with Greg Kinnear, which is <laughs> kind of how I got the both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, yeah, she's, she, I don't know, she gives me Maya vibes. Yeah. Cute. I see yeah. it. I, I went for Lana Condor. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, she has similar vibes, I think, to the one that, the girl that you said, so. Yeah, definitely. She works as, like, a teenage high school. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who seems, like, sweet, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Now, so I'm going to give you Benji and Kevin at the same time, because they sort of go together. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which actually is similar to uh, uh, Liana and Greg Kinnear. They were in a project together, hence why I picked them. Kind of. <laughs> uh, so for Benji, I casted Thomas Hayes, who played Willem in a scam. Oh. And then I picked Christopher from Scam as well, the guy that was with um in season one with uh, yep. that girl. Him. Yeah, he, he was yep. Kevin. He's Kevin. Kevin for me. Uh, so they're really like um, obscure picks if you haven't watched Scam, but if you have watched Scam, <laughs> it's the love interest from season one and the love interest from season two. Yeah, it worked um, well. And I think Christopher from from Scam has like a douchebag vibe to him, you know? Yeah, like his face kind of has like a douchey vibe, whereas uh, I feel like Willem can play like... Uh, like a more kind of a darker silent type, which I think mm-hmm. bit would work really well for Benji. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So I have gone for Kevin Jacob Elordi. 
Um, totally. Just totally. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Douche, <laughs> Basically because mind. of his euphoria character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all. <laughs> totally. Um, I was like, that works pretty well. Um, and then for Benji, I actually really struggled because, like, I pictured him... So the whole book, I had him in my mind, but there was no actor that would, like, matched what yeah. I had in my mind. So I kind of had to, to look fair, it in up. My, yeah, to be fair, in my mind, he didn't look like the guy from Scam. It's just... Okay. The vibe was there. Just the worked. vibe was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Not necessarily looks, but yeah. Continue. Um, so the person that I managed to find, I don't think is very well known. I think he was in Percy Jackson, uh, the movie, but his name is Douglas Smith. You might have to look him up. Um... Yeah. And yeah, Douglas. that's my Benji. Eh, I could totally see it. I have yeah? seen his face before. Uh, okay. And I, I've, I've watched it. I've seen him in a movie before. Uh, and I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. I think, especially with like his cute little curly hair. Like I did imagine yeah. him a bit nerdier than Kevin. Kevin was obviously very like, just douche, full on douchebag. I didn't really, well, I didn't seem like nerdy because he's like the enforcer, right? And he's constantly fighting. So I kind of, in my mind, he was bigger than Kevin. Okay. But that's how I pictured him. Uh, but I mean, I do like, I do like this pick for uh, Benji. Cute. Who did he play in Percy Jackson? I don't know. I'm trying to, oh, Tyson, whoever that is. Hmm. Anyway. Percy's Sorry, well, bullied, just, like, staring at childish pictures. friend. <laughs> oh. I can't. And I can't think to. of it either. He's actually been yeah. in loads of stuff, I mean, but I've not, I haven't watched, I've not really I haven't seen him in anything. Um, I saw in the movie Remember the Days, which is a very random movie that I watched ages ago, only because Leighton Meester was in it, and I was in my Leighton Meester obsession phase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in the sequel of Percy Jackson. I've never actually seen the sequel. I've never seen either movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I was why. just trying, I I, but, I've, in... but I've read the books, and I was trying to place his character in the books, and I yeah. can't get there. Um, anyway, well, that's exciting. Um, <laughs> we've, uh, we've read a we've book. Done it. I enjoyed it more than Val. That's okay. <laughs> it has to happen uh, every happen. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Not happy uh, about it, but it's happened. <laughs> um, and you know, I had to, I had to check this book off because I've been meaning to read it for ages since I had <laughs> read the sequel. And I actually yeah. just pre-ordered, there's a third book coming out in this oh, okay. series, coming out in a few months. So I just pre-ordered that because I had no idea that nice. was happening. And I was like, oh, well, obviously I got to know how this finished. And <laughs> even though I only vaguely remember what happened in the second book, I'm sure the third will tell me what I missed previously on, you know? You'll have to let me know, because I can't imagine reading even the second one anytime soon. Yeah, I, um, I think if you didn't like this one, I mean, you might like it better, <laughs> but I don't think it'll be, you'll have enough motivation to actually finish it. Yeah. So that's yeah, fair. Fair enough. And there's so many other books that I feel like you should get to first, you know? Yep. Like Heated Rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> Among Adding it to my list. Yeah, <laughs> it's technically the second book in the series, but you can probably skip the first one. Okay, that goes against my like. I just feel I mean, like you that's can wrong. But feel free to read the first one. I really enjoyed the first one too. It's just about okay. a different couple. Like the first one's about a different okay. couple in the hockey world, <laughs> and uh, the second one's. I mean, yeah, it's a six book series all about different couples until the last book is a reprisal of the couple from Heated Rivalry because it's everyone's favorite <laughs> couple. 
Can't wait. I'll let you know how it goes. You're like, okay, can you shut up about it now? <laughs> no, I will never shut up about it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Okay, good. Um, next potty. Yeah. Uh, potty episode number the next one is we're going to read yeah. One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Right. I was like, I know um, she told me and I completely forgot what it was. <laughs> um, so that's happening. Exciting. Um, and, uh, and so, that's going to be our second Taylor Jenkins read book for the podcast. I was going to say third, but you're right. It's, it's the third one I'm reading in general. Yes. Which and we've both me. read Seven Husbands, but this is the yeah. second for the actual pod. For yeah. the potty. For the potty. <laughs> um, and it's going to be my fifth Taylor Jenkins read book. Nice. I'm surprised you haven't read it yet, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's been on my TBR. Like, it's it's something I've I've seen from the library. I'd be like, ah, oh, something I should read at some point. And yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it. But And then well, you were like... Here we go. We're reading I'm like, perfect. I know it's at the library, so I can just grab it there. <laughs> perfect. Um, and... That is it, all, right? I believe. Is there anything else yeah. we need to do? Um... Everyone, go listen to Disconnected by Five Seconds of Summer. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> that's maybe. it. <laughs> if there's anything that you guys should take from this episode, <laughs> listen yeah. to Disconnected by Five Seconds of Summer. <laughs> that's your you one like takeaway. Don't, don't speak to us if you don't like it. Never come back. Do not listen Never to any back. of our other. They're not welcome. <laughs> you just don't even want you here if you don't like that song. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, that is all. We will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Goodbye.